A month ago, no one was speaking on what is now the hottest book in the world. And CGC just announced some groundbreaking news. Let's get into it. Another week and another list of hot comics hit the subscribe button and at the list at number 10, a comic book, a title, an IP that has been in development hell, legal limbo for decades. Number 10 on the list, and we're talking about Warrior Magazine, issue one. This is the first time we would see Marvel Man since 1963, who would later become Miracle Man. It's also the first time we get V for Vendetta stories, classic Alan Moore goodness. Debuting in 1982, this British black and white anthology would debut Alan Moore's writing in V for Vendetta and Marvel Man or Miracle Man for the first time since 63 after the American comic publication started to reach the British market. It would take over and would make it very tough to compete, thus would get canceled in 63. Alan Moore did a hell of a job. However, it would only last 16 issues until 1994 when it would be picked back up by Neil Gaiman. He would do a short eight issues, but the legal battles would begin and it wouldn't end until Marvel got involved. Yeah, that's right. Marvel steps in in 2009 and gets the rights back from the original creator, Mick Anglo, and they're going to be publishing new Miracle Man comics as of October 5th of this year. The Marvel Man Miracle Man story is captivating. Todd McFarlane would get in the legal battle mix after he would purchase Eclipse Comics and the rights to use the characters. But who got the rights to Miracle Man? This is a conversation for another day because this book is spiking. We have our first recorded sale in a CGC 4.5 hitting the $375 mark. We have a sale in a 6.0 selling for $285. That is the second highest sale this comic has ever sold for. And it's the first sale that's happened in over a year in this grade. The 9.0 broke record as well, only by $5, but still it's sold for $2,500. When you apply the Alan Moore significance, this book becomes more than a double key. It's tough in any grid, let alone high grid because of that red cover that's so prone to imperfections. And the interior pages are thin, making it tough to find above a 5.0. At the list at number nine, hit the likes, Slap the subscribe button. We have Amazing Spider-Man number five debuting in 1963. Now you can't go wrong with single digit Silver Age Spider-Man, especially with Steve Ditko covers, but this is the first battle of Spider-Man versus Doctor Doom. It's actually the first Spider-Man title in the series that wasn't a first appearance, but collectors are speculating on big movie moments that we may see on screen. We've got Doom coming, we've got Spider-Man, we might see them battle. Last week, we saw a domino effect with a 9.0 shattering record selling for $9,000. The last time it sold was back in 2008 for 7170 That's an increase of 26%. And you know what happens when we see record breakers like that, Jim? We get the trickle-down effect, and we're going to start with the lower grades here. A CGC 3.0 sold for $1,260, putting it 7% above its 12-month average. The 5.0 had two different sales, one for $2,160 and another for $2,300. That is 11% over its recent 12-month average. The 6.0 is also performing, selling for $2,999, 5% above its 12-month average. And rolling over to number eight on the list, we have a comic book that was number one just weeks ago that has been spiking for over a year long. We have Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider, number one, debuting in 1973, the first solo titled Ghost Rider book, but also the cameo appearance of Damien Hellstrom, which has actually put this book on spec radar since the Hulu days of the Hellstrom show. That's over three years. 
Now, we didn't get any Ghost Rider in the Werewolf by Night trailer, but we know the Supernatural's coming. Marvel is publishing Midnight Suns comic books. We have a Midnight Suns video game coming. It's only a matter of time before we get the Ghost Rider. A CGC 4.0 sold for $436, 13% above its 12-month average, just like the 7.5, which sold for $840, 7% above its $782 average. We have an 8.5 hitting $1,200 this week. That's 14% up over its 12-month average. The 9.5 hitting 1725 is 6% higher over its recent 12 months. I want to hear what the community thinks in the comment section below. Who do you want to see first? Johnny Blaze, Danny Ketch, or Robbie Reyes? You can't say all three. Let me know it. I want you to win this Invincible number one. Tyler Kirkham, Omni-Man variant. We are giving away for the 55k milestone. What we're about to hit, we're getting pretty damn close. Now me, I'm a Danny Ketch guy and Marvel. We need that Ghost Rider 90s Danny Ketch omnibus. You know I want that 69 Dodge Charger, Robbie Reyes legend figure that was just announced. Moving on to number seven on the list, we have Fantastic Four issue 52, the first appearance of the Black Panther, whose sequel will be coming out in theaters in just a few short months. We have the first appearance of Black Panther, comic butch in the house, by the way, and this is a perpetually relevant book outside of being a beloved character, a blue chip key. It's one of the most affordable Silver Age Avenger heroes. We got to be careful. The last time we said a book was undervalued, we ended up with Daredevil issue one. We have a CGC 3.0 that sold for $761, 11% above its 12-month average. The 3.5 went for $900. You can get a 3.5 for under a grand of this book. It still doesn't seem high enough. 14% above its 12-month average. It was under $800 all year. A CGC 5.5 sold for $1,543, 19% above its 12-month average. And the 6.5 had two different sales, both trending well above its recent 12 months. One for $1,920 and another for $2,000. And a 6.5, a Silver Age classic blue chip key, being able to be purchased for under $2,000 all year long is why I think this book is primed to be purchased now, while the others are spiking and are incredibly volatile. Yeah, I think the fact that we may not have T'Challa in the MCU is one of the reasons why. I could be wrong, though. Either way, we're going to move on to number six on the list. X-Men issue 60 from 1969, the first appearance of Sauron. I love this character ever since the animated series, and I recently reviewed the one-tenth scale statue by Iron Studios. You know the links in the description to follow Jim, man. He does these crazy reviews of these statues that I wish I could own. Own, but I can't because this cat likes him too and he'll knock him over. Multiple record-breaking sales and spec that has been circulating not just since the mutants have been specced on, but specifically Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness where we see dinosaurs. Hinting at the Savage Land, perhaps, a CGC 3.0 sold for $15 back in 2016. Glad to see that sale rectified now with a 567% increase selling for 100 bucks. The 3.5 sold for $68 back in 2021, and it's up 29% selling for less than the 3.0 for $88. Kazar, where you at? And then we have the 9.0, which sold for a respectable $575 back in February of this year. It's up 17%, now selling for $675. Now, I've been warning the community about this next book on the list. It's been shooting up. As we approach D23, many members believe that we'd get some type of update about Deadpool 3, but it didn't happen. Hi. Hi. But the book is still hot as hell. And it's happening because of photos being released proving that Ryan Reynolds is getting back in shape, getting ready to take on the role of Deadpool. We have New Mutants 98. 
the first appearance of Deadpool, the first appearance of Copycat posing as Domino, and the first appearance of Gideon. Now, we thought we were going to get an announcement at D23 because we didn't get anything at San Diego Comic-Con. No announcements, but we did get an Easter egg at the end of one of the latest She-Hulk episodes. We see an Easter egg, a painting of Jennifer Walters shopping for sneakers. And in the back, there are so many heroes that are getting kind of a Kickstradamus treatment. But right here, we do see Cyclops, but we also see Deadpool clearly. Man, I need me a pair of those Iron Man 3s. What other Easter eggs did you guys see in that picture? Now, speaking of CGC with their big announcement, we have new stand additions and direct markets to report on here. We found out this very week, it's why I'm repping my CGC shirt, that they are going to now not only recognize, but put it on the label. If it's a newsstand, it's getting the indicator. And if the comic came from a multi-pack, it's going to get the indicator as well on the label. The newsstand 5.5 sold for $313, 18% above its 12-month average. And the 7.0 sold for $400, which is 25% above its average. We've seen such a tremendous increase in interest for newsstands and these types of alt slash variant comic books and this type of indicator going on each of them is going to prevent members from underselling their copies who don't notate it as well as preserve the value because gpa has even mislabeled sales that were records that were newsstands slash direct market copies because it doesn't say it on the label it's been a mess keeping track of all this stuff and i think it's going to save a lot of people money so bravo cgc you done good this week. Yeah, it really shows that they're listening to collectors and they want to differentiate newsstands from direct markets. Maybe they'll do the mature readers for Walking Dead 1 and those type of little differences that really matter in collectibles. Speaking of direct market, we have a 7.5 that sold for $325, putting it 6% above its $308 average. The 9.4 hit 525, 4% above, and a 9.8 hit $2,000. That is 14% above its recent 12 months. And I want to remind the community a little bit about where this book has been, because although these are increases, the book is down almost a third across the board since its heights during the comic boom of 2021. That's right, the direct market CGC 9.8 hit highs as high as $3,000 in 2021 and as low as $1,200. The newsstand 9.8 hit heights of $5,200 back in 2021. This year, highs of $4,500 and lows of $2,500. Next at the list, at number four, Swamp Thing 37. Dare I say, Alan Moore has invaded the list this week. We have the first appearance of John Constantine, the Hellblazer, who also made the trending list this past week and propelled in sales so much across multiple grade points to lad on the hot list this week. And all because of the confirmation that Keanu Reeves will reprise his role as Constantine in the sequel. I love the first movie. It's criminally underrated. It came out at a weird time when Batman Begins came out. Fantastic Four and Sin City. It was just ahead of its time with the type of dark themes that it had. We're in a completely different era of superhero films. I'm excited to see the creative decisions that they're going to make with this sequel. It's also very intriguing to see this news happen last week at the same time as the announcement, rather the disappointing announcement that the J.J. Abrams HBO Max series was shelved. Well, that didn't stop the CGC 6.0 for having an all-time record high sale. It sold for $229 in May and now selling for $250. 
The 8.5 hit $300. That's 2% over its recent 12 months. And the 9.6 hit 720. That's 7% over its recent 12 months. I've never seen a key book do so much in as little as a week. First, getting a disappointing announcement that it was shelved, but also that it was headed to a different screen altogether. From the TV screen to the big screen. Number three on the list, we have Daredevil. Issue number two, the second appearance of Daredevil. And oddly enough, the second appearance of Electro. This isn't a double key. It's a triple key. It's the first crossover between Matt Murdock and the Fantastic Four where the FF hires him as their lawyer. And we've seen these types of books get more attention this year than any year covering trending and hot comic books. Yeah, well, I think collectors purchased up all the first appearances in 2021, and now these minor keys, these first meetups, are starting to trend. A CGC 8.0 surpassed its 12-month average by 10%, selling for $2,160. And hold up, we have two different record breakers. The first, a 1.8, which prior sold back in April for just 285 up 23%. Matt Murdock getting some love here, selling for $350 for the first time in comic history. And then we have a 2.5, selling for 480 as recently as last November, up 6%, now selling for $509. Yo, if you want to support the show, Comic Fam, there's one way you can do it. You can give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. ComicTom101.com or the link in the description. We teamed up with one of my favorite artists of all time, David Mack, on Something is Killing the Children 25. We have two different virgin covers of Cutter going out in every box, one per box going out at random. Number three was an issue two. Now number two is an issue one. We have Man-Thing issue one, the second appearance of Howard the Duck, but the first solo Man-Thing title. Werewolf by Night is going to debut during New York City Comic-Con on October 7th, and there are individuals in the media space that have been granted access to preview it, to see it. Now, although I have no confirmation about what happens on this show, I do know that the interest in the occult and the supernatural has only gone up as we draw near. I think Man-Thing could be a a safe bet, but depending on how much he's going to be featured and if he's going to be utilizing the MCU going forward after the show is really what it's going to depend on. And the book has been hot ever since we got that first teaser trailer where we saw a little glimpse of Man-Thing and that's all it took for all of his early appearances to spike. We have a CGC 8.5 which sold for $250, 26% above its $199 12-month average. A 9.4 hit 385, that's 2% over its recent 12-month and the 9.6 is trending very similar Similarly, selling for $900 versus its 869 12-month average. And we have some record-breaking sales as well. A 6.0 sold for $55 back in 2021, up 236%, now selling for 185 then we have a 7.0 going for 153 back in 2021, up 57% selling this week for $240. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and next at the list at number one, the hottest comic book in the world is one that no one was specking on, and it's gone from the trending list and leaped over to the hot list in a matter of a couple weeks. That's right, Incredible Hulk 256 from 1981, the first appearance of Sabra, an Israeli mutant with enhanced strength. Is it Sabra or Sabre? Dunder Mifflin is a part of Sabre. Well, this is a character that was actually retconned to be a mutant and was actually introduced as a Captain America, as someone who went through a super soldier program from where she was from, the Captain America of a different country. And surprising the world, 
the announcement that not only has she been cast, but she will appear in Captain America 4. And I'm just kidding. I know it's sober, just a little office humor, but that's right. She has been confirmed to debut in Captain America New World Order. A CGC 8.5 sold for just $40 in 2021. It's up 268%, now selling for 147 The 9.2 sold for $104 just this September, and it's up 188%, now selling for 300 And that 9.2 happened just a week ago. The 9.4 sold for 125 last year in January. That's up 115% with a new sale of 269 this week. And a 9.6 hit the market this month, selling for 349, up 6% this week, selling for 369. Now, I expect there to be a plethora of these that are going to hit the census soon. There are only 85 copies currently graded on the census, 23 at a 9.6 and a lonely 21 at a 9.8. There's only been one sale this year of a 9.8 and it hit $900 and it sold the day of the announcement. The last time it sold was a year ago back in September for $5.15. We appreciate your time today, comic fam, as always. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Join myself and Gem Mint and so many of my homies on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot Dollar Start Auctions that lasts as little as 15 seconds long. And we're all packing up, headed to the East Coast for New York City Comic Con. Join us virtually. We got the exclusives. We're doing over $2,000 in giveaways that weekend. And I'm going to be announcing some of the biggest news that I've ever announced on this channel. It would be amazing if all of you could be there to support. It's a pretty big weekend for me. I appreciate your time today. We have two other videos for you to check out. We appreciate you. We'll see you soon.